0: Everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode number 121 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. Jason is off today. And then we also have the man, the myth, the legend, PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you?
1: I'm feeling punted.
0: I bet you are. Mm-hmm. Got a great show for everybody today especially we'd like to thank our sponsor panini america and we're going to be talking about last week's race winners results and then we're getting ready to set up for the championship weekend in phoenix
1: yeah we're going to we're going make to our help. picks
0: yep we're going to cover all of the championship four and all the levels and their cards we'll cover f1 we'll make our picks and then we will wrap up with king's court so Thumbs up, okay. Ready to go. Yeah, let's go. All right. So over to the Camping World Truck Series. They were off. They've been waiting, so it should be a good good race in Phoenix. But when they were racing, their last race was in Homestead, Miami. Ty Majeski was our winner. Our highest finishing rookie was Corey Ham at position five. And so the next race, championship race, this is it. The Lucas Oil 150 in Phoenix Raceway, Friday, November 4th at 10.15 p.m. Eastern. Stages for Phoenix Raceway, end of lap 45, end of lap 90, and end of lap 150. Our championship four are made up of Ty Majeski, who has two wins this last round, Zane Smith, Chandler
1: Smith, and Ben Rhodes. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. All, all these races are gonna be fun.
0: With Ty Majeski. Uh we've talked about him, his cards before. They are in let me get our nice little slide up here. They are in 2020 2017. Panini Absolute. There's the tools of the trade. You can see those two those two on the left, and then Panini Select. Signatures, There's is Panini Talk trackside signatures, and that's it. Only autos in 2017. In 2018, he has he's in the Panini, I mean, he's in the Dunruss next in line, and uh, he doesn't have uh, any base really until 2021. So, Tom and Jesse's going for his first championship,
1: yeah. And look at his auto, it's kind of got a um, Daniel Suarez vibe to it.
0: You're right, he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next on the list is Zane Smith. Those are, his rookies are in 2018. You have the next in line. There's uh, different parallels of that. That is the crack dice number to 999 you see in the background there. There's also Dunner Signatures. That's the one that's below that. team Panini Certified. Next signatures, that's one that's on the bottom there. And then there are victory lane, uh card number 48. That's got the rookie logo up there. Yeah,
1: is that is that the 2018?
0: Yeah, 2018. Yeah. That is uh Zane Smith running for his first championship.
1: Yeah, those 2018 victory lane. Uh if you get those graded, those are tough to grade because of the foil. I mean, it's it's hard to get a ten out of those. Usually, you're going to get like a nine or something like that.
0: I have not tried any of those yet. I need to.
1: Yeah, they're tough, man.
0: And then next on the the list, going for championship, Chandler Smith, 2021 for him. You have the Denver signatures there to the the to, to the bottom, and then 2021 Chronicles. You can see the uh, select. And the chronicles on the top, the score on the bottom there. Obsidian there to the right, and then twenty twenty one Panini Prism there up, up as well. So there's a lot of Chandler Smith in the chronicles. So
1: yeah, a lot of Chandler Smith with masks on too.
0: <laughs> that's a whole nother time. I think that's going to be a whole nother collectible there after years of this whole pandemic gets behind us. Yep. And then last. But not least, last year's winner, Ben Rhodes, in the 2013 Press Pass Fanfare, card number 99, and then the Young gun signatures there. There's a few parallels for each of those. So, back when Press Pass was making cards.
1: Yeah, it's hard to believe he goes back to the Press Pass days.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking of that. I was like, oh my goodness, he because he's kind of young, but yeah, he goes back to the Press Pass days.
1: Yeah, and, and that fanfare card right there with the red and the green makes me think about watermelon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. but So those are the four. One of those four gentlemen will be the Camping World Truck Series champion. So I know we were going to make our picks. Jason was sent us our picks beforehand. His pick is Zane Smith. And then mine is chandler smith different smith
1: lots of smiths and i'll I'll tell you mine mine is the same as val's it's chandler smith and he's good at phoenix because he won the phoenix race last year and of course he's with kbm so they've got great equipment so that's that's my logic behind that one
0: that's the same logic i had i went and did a little research i was like (laughs) oh look he won last year he's with kyle bush motorsports because Ben Rhodes came in, what, fourth or fifth or something like that last year, I think it was. So he did not win that race. Chandler Smith won. So we'll see. It's a whole different year, so anything can happen. But that those are my picks and uh, your picks. are all
1: solid picks.
0: Of course, of course. All right. And those playing at home, right, jot down your pick for Camping World Truck Series. Moving over to the Xfinity race. They were racing last week. They were in Martinsville Speedway, and that was the third annual dead-on tools 250, and that was Saturday, October 28th at Martinsville Speedway. Ty Gibbs was our winner. (laughs) Highest finishing rookie was Austin Hill. That was maybe a new low for Ty Gibbs, who I thought had turned a corner earlier in the season with some of the run-ins that he had, but it's been a long time since I've seen a driver... I guess celebrating the win and the the rain of booze coming down.
1: Well, you know it's kind of like when Jeff Gordon would win at Talladega and they throw beer cans at him. But but you know my grandpa said to me way back when he said, you know the the sign of a fool is to make a mistake and not learn from it, and the sign of someone a smart man learns from his mistakes, right? Ty Gibbs is not learning from his mistakes. He is being a fool right now and a punk. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll use another another saying here. You know, it, it takes all it takes is one oh crap to erase a thousand Attaboy's, and that's what he did on Saturday. He erased all the Attaboy's he's ever had, and now he looks like I said he looks like a freaking punk. And don't get me wrong, I like Ty freaking Gibbs, but. What he did was wrong, I mean, totally wrong. I mean, he screwed the sponsors of Brandon Jones's car. He screwed Brandon Jones, of course. He he made the team as a whole look bad just because he was being selfish, greedy little punk. And I'm gonna call it like it is because that's what he was doing. He was being selfish and greedy. And if he'd have played nice and finished second and not punted Brandon Jones, you know, the team would have been much better off. So now you've got three junior motorsports cars versus him in the in the championship race. He's not going to win. Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to move him. Somebody's going to do something to him to teach him a lesson because if if he wins it's going to be a pure miracle. So that's 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 kind of my two cents because he just didn't look at the bigger picture. And I guess at 19 maybe you don't. because I, mean, I know I, mean, I know when I was 19, you know, I made a lot of stupid mistakes and I thought I knew everything and so in a way, I can kind of see the logic for what what he did, but you you would have thought you would have had somebody on the radio saying, "Okay, Ty, stay in second. This is uh, this is good for the team. You know, blah blah blah. Don't don't do anything stupid." But I don't know if they did or not. We don't. I haven't heard the radio.
0: They didn't because Joe Gibbs had come out and said that they're you know basically walking with Ty through this adversary and then that. They could have done more looking back. And to your point, you know, he did not have the the bigger picture where it could have been, you know, you could have had a teammate. Now, if this was the Phoenix race, maybe that's a whole nother story. But this is to get to the to get to Phoenix, to get that championship. You know, you want you know, you'd rather have more teammates with Joe Gibbs racing than be against three junior motorsports cars because they are tough. Yeah, you know, Josh Berry and Noah Graskin. We know what Noah's done, Mister October Junior or Mister September Junior, right? So yeah, no
1: kidding.
0: Yeah, you, you would want some teammates in there, and now it's three against one. And yeah, if he wins, I will be. If Ty Gibbs wins, I will be stunned that they could, that they could pull that off without even you know, with blocking him or or whatever it is. That not even just to turn or nothing like you know nothing like that, but just just having allies on the track.
1: Mm-hmm. You, know? Well, you know, you know Brandon Jones is going to Junior Motorsports next year, so really, it, it's probably going to be four against one because you're going to what, what's Brandon Jones got to lose at this point? Nothing, absolutely not nothing. right now.
0: He doesn't, not right now. He doesn't. But let's recap the. Xfinity series drivers now that are locked in going for the championship and Xfinity. First, we have Noah Gregskin with the 2017 Donor Signatures. There's also 2017 Panini Absolute. Uh only base car. That's the car at 88. You can see there on the left. In the middle is the back of it. There's select signatures and torque track side signatures for Noah. He's going for his First championship,
1: yeah, next. and you know, you know, he was the only one in the championship for last year that's in, in, in the championship for this year.
0: Yeah, I knew he was last year, I forgot that. Uh, I thought Justin Argar was as well,
1: but no, I think it was Alvin
0: Oh, okay. Uh, next on the list, Josh Berry, another JR Motorsports driver. Uh, he goes back <laughs> to the press pass days. With the 2013 total memorabilia there, with different different parallels as well. That's the gold version you see there. The back is the same, and then the Racing Stars autographs, silver. Next on the list is Ty Gibbs. Need some I like boo music, <laughs> boo,
1: boo. Mm. <laughs> I love you, Ty freaking Gibbs, but what you did was stupid.
0: Uh, yeah, it was definitely uh, was wasn't thinking. So anyway, 2020. Panini Chronicles. He has a few in there, so he's in the Crusade. He's in the Phoenix with different parallels. Those are the two on the left, the blue and the red version. There's a score. That is the one on the bottom on the right-hand side. There's a spectra. That is the one on the top Uh, spectra. And then there are prism scripted signatures. Those are the two in the middle. That's the I think it's the base version and then the pink version. There's a, uh, I think it's about like 15 parallels of that or 10 parallels to those prism
1: signatures. So yeah. And look at the difference of the signatures.
0: Yeah. That's a whole nother. We probably need to do a show on those and get all the different 2020. So,
1: and, and I've got a question for you. Have you got the image variation of the specter card where it's got Ty Gibbs with his juice box?
0: I don't have that one.
1: <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, holding the juice box. You, didn't see, I, I, I'm surprised you haven't seen that. No,
0: and then last but not least, I guess the old man in the group, Justin Allgaier, who is 2009. Wow. The press pass. That's one in the top right there. Different parallels for that. There's the signings and there's stealth. And I believe there's two versions of the stealth. There's a stealth and a stealth chrome. Oh yeah, there's the main event playing card with the four diamonds.
1: Yeah, I like those cards. And and they're real playing cards too. If you ever get those, pull those out of a pack, they're they are real playing cards. You can play cards with them if you have the whole set.
0: Yeah, they have that same feel that yeah. So for the younger folks who don't or don't remember that, back in two thousand and nine, Texas Hold'em poker was really the talk of the country and Press Pass had put a, a theme, poker theme, set out, and so there's like poker chips, and then there's these playing cards. So there's a red version and a blue version. I think one mm. was hobby, one was retail. So, yep. And then the 2009 Wheels Element, the one in the middle. There's two versions. Uh, Element, Element, Wheels Element ran from 2009 to 2011, and then they did this Undiscovered Element Auto. There's a red version number to 25 and a uh, regular version number to 130. So, but that is the Xfinity for one of those gentlemen will become 2022 champion. Going into the picks. Jason had Noah Greshkin. I also had Noah just because he's moving up to Cup and he has been basically been tearing it up the last what six seven weeks.
1: No, well, he's been tearing it up. And my pick is I'm going against uh, both Jason and Val is Josh Berry, just because, and there's no science here. It's just because I like Josh Berry. And what I'm thinking here is it's going to be an incredible Cinderella story.
0: That <laughs> will be a Cinderella story. For those who don't remember, Josh Berry ran a very limited rate schedule last year. It was kind of like to test the waters to see how he did. He did so well that Jeremy Motorsports signed him for a full season this year.
1: Yeah, and you know, he finished 17th even on a limited schedule. He finished 17th in the standings, so that should tell you something. Yeah. So I like Josh Berry. That's my pick.
0: That would be my second pick if I had two picks. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, because Ty freaking Gibbs, there's no freaking way, he he's not winning.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. So Uh, Again, that's going to be at the championship at Phoenix Raceway. And that's Saturday, November 5th at 6 p.m. And the stages for Phoenix Raceway for Xfinity, end of lap 45, end of lap 90, end of lap 200. Moving over to the Cup Series. That was the 74th annual Xfinity 500. And that was Sunday, October 30th at Martinsville Speedway. Christopher Bell was our winner. Highest fishing rookie was Harrison Burton.
1: Yeah, that was that was that was a good race. I mean most of the race was okay.
0: <laughs> Except for the last the, lap.
1: <clears throat> the last lap of that race was unlike anything I have ever seen in all my years of watching NASCAR racing at any level. I've just never seen anything like it. It's just that that move that was it was what they said it was a video game move and he passed what he were they how many he went from I think tenth to fifth in that last in that last half lap because he gunned it he gunned it on the back stretch and just rode the wall all the way around through three and four and he's lucky he did not hit the uh, gates for you know letting the haulers in and out uh, in the infield because you know if anybody's ever seen Michael Waltrip's wreck at Bristol where he hits the embankment right there where the gate is. This car literally disintegrated and he could have had something like that happen to him as well. He's, he's lucky that that didn't happen. I guess the gates were secured very, very well.
0: That was watching that real time. <laughs> didn't look real.
1: It looked like the Keystone cops. It was in fast motion, but it was, it was real time. It, 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 it just boggled my mind. I It took me a second to process that my mind was like, is that like sped up? And it wasn't. It was real time. It was absolutely the most amazing thing I have ever seen watching NASCAR. It beats, to me, it beats the pass in the grass. It beats Ricky Craven and Kurt Bush at Darlington. Because all oh, those are incredible finishes. But this, to me, was probably the most incredible finish I've ever seen a car do. Ever.
0: So it caught Danny Hamlin's, Danny Hamlin off guard. Danny Hamlin's spotter was telling him to go high. But. It was way too late because that thing just was coming. <laughs> it was just incredible. So I don't know if it, some of the clips on like Twitter are showing day, uh, days of thunder where he's telling them like, go high on the outside. The tires will hold, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. And then they show Ross Chastain going around on the four turns. So, but I guess, you know, you muted yourself.
1: Oh crap. My bad. Um, I was muted and I didn't realize I was muted, but anyway, you know, it was, um, like Days of Thunder. Um, like you said, it's like you said, I'm dropping the hammer. And they go, no, you're not. But he dropped the hammer anyway.
0: Totally caught everybody surprised. Kyle Larson was talking like he thought it was a bad look for NASCAR, even though he's the one who kind of tried it last year. I guess it was at Darlington.
1: Yeah, he tried that a similar move, and it just didn't work out for him. So I guess he's jealous. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will go down in the pages of history in NASCAR. Is one of the one of the most ballsy moves, incredible moves that's ever been. Now, the second person who does that, it's not going to be as cool. But since Ross Chastain was the first one to do it, it's uh it's really cool.
0: Well, the fact you know, if that car, like so there was a car higher up in the lane that Ross Chastain had caught up to, like right at the finish line, and kind of bumped them across. But if that car would have been back farther and he'd have a clear shot, you know, that doesn't happen. Or right. you know, if Danny Hamlin moves up to that lane, that doesn't happen. So there are some safeguards. It just caught everybody by surprise. So that just kind of tells you what Ross Chastain is willing to do to win the championship.
1: I will say this on NASCAR radio. He's got watermelon-sized balls.
0: <laughs> well, there was a big joke going like, you know, the seat was wrong. Like the something was wrong, NASCAR like impounded the seat or something because it was too big for it was was big <laughs> enough for his uh, watermelons. <laughs> so it was kind of funny, but hey, he pulled it off and he, and it worked, right? So if he would have tried that and didn't work, it would have been all oh, man, you know, it was probably wouldn't be remembered forever now. And so I guess the next level is: Does this help him? Does he win the championship, right? So um, let's let's go through the list of eligible drivers to win the championship. So we're looking for his second championship is Joey Logano, who we talked about before multiple times. His cards are in 2008. Mostly all, well, pretty much all signatures, except for the 2008 VIP Zero, which was a special insert. But the 2008 Press Pass signings, that's the one that's there in the middle. They're is the, there's 2008 Press Pass Legends autographs. I don't think I have any of those there. The VIP Zero, I don't have. But then there's American Thunder with the campaign trail and the delegates, which were inserts. And then the Trackside Treasury autographs. There's a few different, again, that's an American Thunder with a few different versions. And the one up there is the gold numbered out of 25. So Joey Logano's looking for his second championship. He was the 2018 champion.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's I didn't pick him, but uh, you know, I, I have no problem with any any of the the drivers that we've gotten in, in the championship for right now. I think any of them are worthy, will be worthy champions. And two of them have won, like you said, two of them have won past championships and two of them have not. There's there's the other one.
0: Yeah, so Chase Elliott. His rookies, 2011 wheels element. There's a card number 99 there that, that's uh, graded. There's a few parallels to that. Uh, you see the purple there to the left. That was in the fast lap hobby boxes. Only way to get those. And the the undiscovered elements were only available in the silver packs and the hobby boxes. And you can see there's the two parallels. Uh, kind of like the Justin Allgaier we had talked about before. There's a regular version that is numbered out of 225, and then there's the red version numbered out of 25.
1: Yeah, and notice how his signature has changed over the years. Just since 20, in the last, I guess it's been 11 years now. It's hard to, hard to <laughs> believe it's been that long.
0: Yeah, it's it is time is marching on, man.
1: It really is.
0: And then also, actually, I don't have him pictured. I probably need to. Is it. a 1997 press pass. Card number forty-five and the pinnacle of racer's choice, both picture Chase Elliott as a baby with Billy. So he's going for his second championship. He was the twenty-twenty champ. So
1: yeah, and I'm digging that purple card. I, I, I like that card. That's I think that's the only picture of one I've ever seen.
0: Same here. I was I got that picture. I was happy to to get that to kind of share it to everybody. So some of these you don't get to, you don't get to see often. So and then we have the watermelon man. Ross Chastain. Those are 2012 Press Pass Fanfare. Card number 66. There's the base card. There's a few different parallels to those. Blue foil, die-cut hall foil, silver, sapphire, number 20, diamond, the five, uh, silver, number 25. Then you have the Fanfare Magnificent Materials. That's the one on the right. Uh, those are all number 99 or less. And then the fanfare autographs, and there's a few versions. There's a silver, gold, red, and blue, number 299 or less for the Watermelon Man.
1: Yeah, notice he's sponsored by the Florida Watermelon Association. Good catch.
0: And then last but not least was a Hail Mary pass winner there with Christopher Bell.
1: Yeah, I was proud for him on that. He uh, he did well. You know, Denny Hamlin's pit crew kind of dinged him up. He had several issues on pit road. It seemed like every time Denny went in there towards the second half of the race, he was having some kind of issue with a tire or they just took too long, and that's kind of what cost him the, the race and the chance to go to the championship.
0: Christopher Bell, only base card he has in 2016 is Panini Certified. That's the one there on the left. That's uh, PSA 9 graded there. There's multiple versions of that, Parallels. And there's also Certified Potential Signatures. That's the signature right next to it. It's got that sticker auto. There are multiple parallels to that as well. There's the Panini Prism, Driver Signatures. That's the red, white, and blue version there, graded at 9.5. There's Panini Torque, the Driver Scripts. And that's the one that is over to the right. Uh, I got another slide here for Christian Bell, the 2016 Prism red version there in the middle is again, the 2016 certified. That is the, I think it's the silver mirror version. And then on the right torque driver scripts. So one of the, yeah, one of those gentlemen will be a 2022 champ.
1: So I have a question for you. I I wish Jason was here to answer this one as well. Do you think, you know, Given that all the parity and things that we've had this year in Cup, do you think a championship four driver is going to win this race? Or do you think somebody else will win this race?
0: I think one of them will win, and I think it's going to be Chase Elliott.
1: So that's your that's your prediction is Chase Elliott? That is my prediction. And who did Jason pick?
0: Jason picked Joey Logano. Mm. I think because he wanted the 22 in 22.
1: Yeah, we still want those cards, but we can talk about that here in a minute
0: yeah i'll play that video here in a minute
1: my pick is going to be christopher bell he's hot right now he's apparently he he doesn't fold under pressure he's got the mojo going with that and so he is my pick he did finish seventh in phoenix last year so he he can't get around the track so all he's got to do is six positions better and he's a champ so that's that's who i'm picking because you know I'm, I'm kind of a gibbs guy anyway so that, that's my pick
0: all right, let's see. Hopefully if Joey wins, he'll play, he'll uh, give out those packs, he, silver packs he's got. Hmm. All
1: right, people, if you like giveaways, we got a wicked giveaway for you. Panini sent me a box full of trading cards. Check these things out. We got a boatload of them. They said do whatever you want with them. So we decided to give them away to you guys. So we're going to pick 10 winners from Twitter, 10 winners from Instagram, 10 winners from facebook all you gotta do is comment the 22 and 22 hashtag the 22 and 22 and we're gonna be giving this out like a whole bunch of packs look at this let's open one up for the heck of it. clint boyer Ross chastain harry gant that's a cool one and cold Custer. wait a minute got one look at that guy there's a whole bunch of these this can be you who knows what you're gonna get I want those cards.
0: I know. I was just thinking like, I, we need to keep on playing that video until they surface.
1: Yeah. Cause I haven't seen them on eBay or anywhere else.
0: I haven't even seen them. Yeah. do Seen them anywhere. Like you said. So do we have any great, you know, that Ross Chastain pass, we got any great names that they're calling going to call that. I know we had the pass in the grass. We had some other stuff.
1: Yeah. I've heard a few names. Uh, one of them was called the watermelon slide is what they're calling it. Uh, another one is balls on the walls. <laughs> and another one's called the, I've heard is the rind ride, but my favorite is the hail melon. Hail so melon. Okay. I like the, the hail melon. I like That's that. That's what
0: music.
1: it was. It was, it was, it was a hail hail Mary melon for sure.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you could have done that again. So.
1: No, I think that was a one-and-done thing, without a doubt. And you know, they they, they call it the in physics they have a special name for that. It's called centripetal centripetal force. The e n t r i p e t a l force, centripetal force. Okay. That, that propelled that car like that. It's not centrifugal force, but centripetal is what it, is what I saw online. So I'm just gonna go with that.
0: All right. Awesome. Uh, let's move over to F1 then. They're still racing. They were at the Grand Prix of Mexico. That was Sunday, October 30th at Mexico City, Mexico. Uh, everybody's sitting down. Max, for stopping one.
1: Huh?
0: <laughs> uh, second was Lewis Hamilton, followed by Sergio Perez, George Russell, and Carlos Sanz. Uh, there's only two races left in the season. They're getting ready to go to Brazil next week. So that was race number 21. Actually, I guess it's 20 because race 17 was Russia but was canceled. So if I do the math, that is win number 14 for Max Verstappen. Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez have three each, and Carlos Sanz has one.
1: Yeah, and you realize not only does Max have the record for 14 wins, he also has now the record for the most points scored in a Formula One season. And he's only going to add to that the next two races.
0: Yeah. So we got two more left. Like so the Grand Prix Brazil. And that is going to be. Oh, I don't have it down, do I?
1: I did not even notice that you did or did not. That was my <laughs> bad. I should have proof, proof read.
0: Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's this weekend. So,
1: yeah, they're making their, their North American and South American swing right now. So, you know, I wonder, I've often wondered about, you know, there, there's a lot of logistics, a lot of logistics that have to go on with Formula One. And are they going to drive those haulers from Mexico down to Brazil? That's a long way. I, I don't know if they're going to do that or just fly down. Fly, you know, and I'm sure they've all these teams have specially built cargo planes to take their haulers, take their, their cars, take all their equipment and everything and fly that since it is a worldwide sport. But... Yeah, I, I was just curious about that. I just, I didn't know how they were going to do that logistically.
0: So I was wrong. It is not this weekend. It is November thirteenth.
1: There you go. You stand so corrected.
0: I I stand very corrected. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, they have a little bit of time
1: still. Yeah. So yeah, you know, well, maybe they are driving. I I don't I don't know, but you know, if they do drive, I guess they're going to go across the Panama Panama Canal. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah. So the Brazil is the thirteenth, and then the final race, the which will be November twentieth. So NASCAR will be done and it'll just be F one. So
1: Wow you know I am trying to remember. I don't know if the Formula One season was it this long last year? I don't remember I don't think it was.
0: I think they only added one race this year. I'd have to go back and look. I know we had some breaks between races. So
1: Yeah. And of course they have their summer vacation though too. They were off one month.
0: Of course I don't know if you want to give Red Bull or Max? Any extra time off?
1: No, he's he's a great champion this year. I mean, fourteen wins is spectacular. I mean, even Lewis Hamilton couldn't do that.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. So I don't know. Just shake my head.
1: Yep, definitely, definitely shake your head.
0: Yep. Uh so that's I guess that's it for the race recap.
1: You want to give a couple of uh, updates on where we are on particular card products like Prism and F One Yes.
0: Flagships tops F1 flagship slated for November thirtieth. So F1 have been finished. <laughs> flagship will be coming out here, and then Prism Racing December twenty
1: first. Oh,
0: yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I don't know where that puts National Treasures.
1: We're gonna get. We're gonna get twenty twenty two National Treasures in twenty twenty three or. I hope that it's not canceled. I, I can't imagine they would cancel it.
0: Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, we've been hearing rumors about fanatics buying or not buying. Let's see. Some kind of partnership or something with Panini. So I don't know. I don't think that plays into any of the products because I'm sure they they want that money coming in, right? So there's
1: Literally. no reason to
0: cancel before that. It's just basically business as usual, and there'll be a a migration to the new New stuff as it goes. So, but so that puts NT probably late, probably January, I would think, January, February. And I want to say back in 2016, it was kind of like that. It was where it was very late because that's what I always talk about with certified. Certified dropped late in 2016, and everybody was then it was a short window for NT, and then everybody just kind of forgot about it. So,
1: yeah, I remember that. And- yep. So,
0: um, so look for that also. You know, Black Friday is coming up. Before the pandemic, there were lots of great deals to be had on Black Friday. So don't forget that. You want to be following Steel City, Blowout Cards, Dave and Adams. Uh, I've gotten a lot of great deals from Steel City and Blowout. So,
1: Yeah, and what about the prices of 2021 Topps Dynasty F1?
0: So just looking at Steel City as an example. Now that 2021 Topps Dynasty Formula One Racing Hobby Box, that's got one card in it. We've seen it come out at like three to four thousand, maybe up to five thousand. Well, we are down to right under $2,000, 1999 and ninety-nine and ninety-five cents. I want to say the 2021 Topps Formula One Chrome Sapphire Edition. I want to say that was like 700 dollars Logan when that came out on Topps' website for uh it wasn't even for 521 members, right? It was just kind of dropped out. Well, Steel City has them under under that cost at 550.
1: Wow. Yes. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, I meant to t- tell you about that one. They have 2021 Chrome Formula One Hobby at 550. Top's 2021 Top's Chrome Formula One light boxes for 250. So a little bit of the contraction going on for F1. Uh NASCAR is not, you know, immune either. The 2022 Top's uh, Top's 2022 Panini Chronicles Racing they have at 110 a box. Blasters down to 1995 for 2022 Dunruss. Mike, <laughs> uh, they have. 2022 panini racing for 89 so a lot of good deals hopefully there will be even more cuts or more deals during black friday so
1: yeah and we're seeing the continued drop in prices in you know not just f1 but all the racing issues but f1 has taken a more significant drop than nascar's been taking
0: yeah it shut up so fast with the pump and dump stuff so Hopefully uh, most of the listeners were had some restraint or gotten in early. So,
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad to see that, I guess, it's like what you just said, the, the pump and dumpers are, are probably getting out of it now because they pumped it as much as it can be pumped, I think, and and topped it out. And now the, the collector is going to be taking over. So hopefully prices will stabilize. I know that I've been able to pick up a few cards here and there. For what I would consider more realistic prices than the skyrocketing prices we saw year and a half, two years ago.
0: Well, you know, one thing we didn't, I guess, talk about is there's other factors at play here with the economy, with the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates now, not to go all financial on everybody, but they are going to pull an, a lot of money out of the system and make money hard to. To get to lend. So, with the inflation going on and everything costing more, again, we love collecting cards, but unfortunately, cards is a, a secondary thing, but we need gas, food, and everything else for our daily lives. So, uh, cards gives us a little, little, what, uh, reality break or whatever you would say, or take our mind off of other stuff. But uh, so, anyway, we have all those economic factors going on too. So, I guess to what you're saying, I guess, Logan, back to it, is that you'll be able to get some really good deals on stuff. You can be really picky, you know, make your money go a lot farther than it did before if you're in a position to pick up stuff, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. I, like I said, I've been seeing, especially a lot of Lewis Hamilton cards have been going way down in price. So I've, I've actually picked up a couple, uh, maybe start working on the, the master set on the PSA set registry. I mean, I know I'll never be able to complete that because there are going to be cards... On there, they're going to be still, even with price drops, still be out of my price range. But it'll still be fun to compete and collect.
0: Oh, definitely. And that's what it, you know it's all about, picking up stuff here and there and when you run across it. And, you know, we talked about it on earlier episodes, you know, with Lewis Hamilton not winning, really, and not being in the spotlight. You know, he's been on the podium with some, but you know, not having those wins and stuff like that. What does that do for his collecting base? Right. Are they on to something else? Uh, or do they have, you know, the cards? So is he getting any new fans? I would think any new fans coming in, you know, maybe they're max fans because he's setting these records and uh, he's on the, <laughs> he's in P one there 14 times this year. So. Yep. Hard to ignore. Right. the winner's winners love winners or whatever it is so absolutely and uh, that's why they're all the there's so many new england patriot fans
1: and we do have some uh psa news that broke actually today before we started recording uh psa has a new president and his name is ryan Hogue. and i hope i'm pronouncing his name correctly because i'm sure we'll be talking to him at the national next year but he took over kevin lenane's place as president and i think kevin went to a vice president of sales role at psa so congratulations to ryan Hoag uh, i look forward to getting to know him it looks like i have another psa president to break in now <laughs>
0: <laughs> just when you got the other ones right
1: I, I i think i had joe broken in i had steve broken in i had kevin kind of broken in and now i got a new one got a new one uh, so we'll, 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 we'll work on him
0: and then speaking of which, uh, when this episode drops on Friday, it'll be Logan's birthday. So make sure you wish him a happy birthday.
1: Ooh, thank you very much. Yes, it will be my birthday. I will be older. 20,
0: 29.
1: <laughs> yeah, for for the, about the, I don't know, uh, gosh, at least 30 times, 30-something times. <laughs> I'm at 29.
0: Oh, if there's nothing else, I got another, another thing I want to talk about. Sure, go ahead. Uh, so we had a segment where – we asking listeners and viewers to uh, send us some cards or a picture of cards or some of the things that you picked up or things that you're working on. So call Curtis. Uh, He sent this in here. He's working on a collection of Jimmy Johnson door numbers. So uh, as you can see here, this press pass 2011 is numbered 48 out of 50. Uh, But all those cards back on that table there are all, uh, he says numbered 48 out of whatever. So uh,
1: that's a pretty yeah. nice little
0: collection. Yeah. Of the.
1: That is so cool. I mean, you look at some of those cards, he's got some burning rubber cards. He's got some 2016 prism. He's, he's got all, he's got some showcase. He's got legends. That's impressive to, to so, am- amass that many cards. Cause I thought about like doing Richard Petty at one point in time, doing 43 or whatever. And, it, to me, it just seems like too much of a daunting of a task, but this, I'm impressed.
0: Well, this shows you, you know, there's no right or wrong way to collect. And that's what I love about NASCAR. There's multiple ways and they're, you know, priced decently compared to the other sports. So I love seeing stuff like this where there's no right or wrong way and just enjoy what you have. So if it goes up, great. If not, you know, hey, you're you're fine. So
1: yeah, and he he probably couldn't pick a better person to collect or better driver to collect. I mean, Jimmy Johnson, he's he's definitely going to be a goat, or is is a goat, you know, being a seven time champion. So I don't think you could go wrong with that. I, I'm very impressed. I love this.
0: Yeah, this is great. I think the the Jimmy Johnson is kind of like a fine wine or whatever. It hasn't. I, I think. It's still kind of new, and people start digging through the stats. And when he gets elected in the Hall of Fame, and kind of do, doing a retrospect on his career, kind of like what we're seeing with Dale Earnhardt Sr., kind of a resurgence in his his cards and and like his legacy and type stuff. So, I expect the same thing for Jimmy in the future. So,
1: mm-hmm. agreed.
0: And then one of the ones that I've picked up in my collection here, these are 2005 A.J. Armendingers. These are from the Czech magazine, the Formula One that we've seen where some of those early Lewis Hamiltons have come out of. They A.J. Armdinger had a card in there. So my mission now is to get one of those signs. So,
1: yeah, you realize looking at him right there, it kind of reminds me of the Gronk of Gronk. <gasps> I'm Gronk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see uh if I can get it, you know, get him to sign in person what he uh, what he thinks about that. So uh, about cool. the card. Not the the Gronk, but you know, I'm I'm sure that's something you don't see a lot of in the States, right?
1: No, you know. And I those don't know how cool much cards. he
0: gets out of the how much he gets out of the US so what was that? Yeah, those are cool cards. I like yeah, them. I like those. I had a, a Danic like that that's actually. Actually, is at PSA. I didn't tell you this. Um, you know, I had some voucher, a vouchers left, sent those off, so they're in um Q1 right now. So,
1: yay,
0: that's good. Yeah, so I'm um, I'll uh, do a, i am i will do I guess, a reveal, whatever when I um do. Those I got some uh, Ty Freaking Gibbs in there. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ty Freaking Punk Gibbs, oh
0: man, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, anything else
1: or is it time to uh, cue the music? I don't think I have anything else. So I guess it's time to cue the music. Well, we got a cool King's Court for you guys this week. Uh, We're going to start out with our Joker. And this kind of almost looks like a Joker in a way. But this card, I thought this was really, really neat when I saw it. It This ended on the 30th of October. It's a 1951 VAV. I don't know what VAV stands for, V-A-V. It's Alberto Ascari. And it's number 143. It's a Formula One card, from, like I said, from 1951. And it went out to bidding. And it went for $748. And this card is coming from Italy, by the way. And I just thought it was neat. It's a blank back card. You you can't you, there's there's nothing on the back of it. But uh you know, it just has that vintage old school look that I really really like.
0: Yeah, it's really impressive. <laughs> 1951, amazing.
1: Yeah, and for people that don't know, uh Alberto Ascari, he's a two-time F1 champion. He died like in 1955. I think he was I'm trying to remember if he was like either the 52 and 53 champion, something like that. And he had like 13 wins in Formula One before he died. He, he he drove for Ferrari, by the way, and he was killed in a like a test crash or a practice crash or something like that in 1955. So he never realized his full potential, you know, and that's really sad. But that's kind of the way it was back then, because there just wasn't a lot of safety. And you had a lot of drivers, I mean, not just in F1, but in all forms of racing, die just because the safety innovations weren't there.
0: Well, yeah, after there was an accident or whatever it was, then it was, okay, we need to work on some safety for that.
1: Yeah. And it was always
0: uh, um, reactive. It wasn't proactive stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just thinking of Fireball Roberts where you know, the drivers would soak their clothes in like flame retardant, whatever it would be so that our clothes wouldn't catch on fire if they had, because there was a lot of f- uh, fuel fires and stuff, but he was allergic to that kind of stuff. So he, you know, didn't really do that. So, you know, there were no fire suits like they have now. And, you know, again, it was a dangerous sport. And, and a lot of folks have, you know, have passed because of, um. How dangerous it is.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I, I thought this was a neat card. I, that I is mean, amazing. Yeah,
0: almost $750 and 36 big bids coming out of Italy.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Nice find. Right. So our Jack of the Week, this was also on the 30th of October, and it's Cole Custer. It's a 2017 Panini National Treasures. It's a one-of-one one booklet with the Xfinity Series patch on it. Embroidered. Yeah, it's embroidered, and it went for a best offer. Okay, I'll, I'll say what they were asking. They were asking four ninety nine ninety nine, and the best offer went for two hundred bucks. So, oh wow! So really, in the grand scheme of things, I think somebody got a good deal on that. Maybe it, maybe Brody the kid bought it. I don't know.
0: Maybe I, I know he's a big Gold Custer fan. So that's a that's a that's a beauty, Clark.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I like that one. So, all right. So next up is our queen of the week, and this was on Halloween. It's twenty seventeen Donruss Racing Ashley Force. We we've I think this may be the second time we've had her. It's a Hollow Gold Auto number seven of twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now check this out. They were asking five hundred and fifty dollars for it. Do you know how much it went for?
0: 250. Higher. 350.
1: Higher. 450? Higher. 500. Ding ding ding. $500 for them. Wow. That's impressive for Ashley Force.
0: That is and also side note, those 2017 dollars boxes are going for about
1: $50. Yeah, so you could hit an Ashley Force auto and sell it for 500 bucks
0: and that's where i was going with. i cannot believe um i mean i can understand it but it's hard to believe especially um you know only a few days ago so
1: yeah when i saw that i was like huh
0: yeah if you would (laughs) have told me this was back in you know the spring i'd say yeah okay
1: yeah you're right that's almost like pandemic prices right there but still it's pretty cool good for her yeah all right, so next up is our King of the Week. This was on the 28th of October. Wow. Yeah, check this one out. This is really cool, man. It is a 2006 Frutera Grand Prix F1 Formula One. Michael Schumacher. It's got part of his racing suit on there. And it's out of 275 And they had a Buy It Now price of $3,500. Somebody went, click, wow. and they bought it. 30. It's number 69 of
0: 275. 275
1: of these. Yeah. You know, that's the first one I've ever seen. Have you seen any more of these? I haven't.
0: So, you know, I have an eBay search um, for some of the Futura stuff, and I've been seeing a lot of the Mirabilian stuff coming out. But to your point, I think this is the first one I've seen of this. I didn't know, you know, they had the autograph cards and the Memorabilia and stuff, so um, that's uh, beyond impressive.
1: Yeah, there can't be a lot of other different, um, you know, fire suit memorabilia type cards of him. So, and you can see this card is not in the best of all shapes.
0: Yeah, that's where I was kind of going with you. there was like some pitting or some kind of indentions to the cardboard. Yeah, uh, and again, it's you know, it's not autographed, endless watch, it's just.
1: A swatch, yeah, just a um, plain red swatch. Yeah. Imagine if it was multicolor. Woo. oh yeah, I don't. That'd
0: be cool. Uh, but yeah, the Fruitero stuff, um, two thousand and six. I still try to find out what the deal was with two thousand and six. I know there was a two thousand and five issue, but how the two thousand and six came about, so because it's not as straightforward as the two thousand and five. But a lot of, um not a lot of great information about future stuff and a lot of the F1 stuff. So,
1: yeah, we're still learning. Uh, and you know, we talked about that before. I mean, like soccer, F1 is a worldwide sport. So it's not like NASCAR in the United States and we just have cards here. I mean, there are cards, F1 cards from all over the world. I mean, Italy and South America and uh, Australia. I mean, just, all you know, every continent is going to have pretty much have some kind of F1 cards, whether or not they had them, they're new or you know, they're back from the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever. And we're still learning,
0: yeah. So, this is coming out of Hong Kong.
1: Wow! So, that's that's an impressive card right there. I, I'm digging that scuderia red right there. I like that very nice. All right. So, next up is our one on one of the week, it's our ace. This was on the 26th of October. It's a 2022 Panini Chronicles Overdrive Racing of none other than Ty freaking Punk Gibbs. (laughs) And they were asking $1,199.99 here for Ty freaking Gibbs. It went for a best offer accepted of $650. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, these... Um, these overdrive cards that Panini has issued this year, it's probably one of my least favorite issues just because, I mean, look at the, the skin tone colors. I mean, he's a, like a purplish color in the face. And that's how all those are. I don't right. know if that was by design or it was some kind of mistake or something, but hey, those cards just don't do it for me. The the Those overdrive cards they just don't do it. But still, it's uh, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool. I think that's the first I've seen like that. It just it seems like uh, my personal opinion is like it's just too much foil. And I think to your point, they try to you know get those skin tones right. You have those other purples and yellows and oranges and all that stuff in, in there. So, yeah, I don't know why it kind of screams like 82, 82, 92 Bowman, maybe. Where they did a lot of had a lot of foil on those cards. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but it's a it's a cool card anyway. But it's just and not a card bucks. I would be interested in. Yeah, yeah, six hundred fifty bucks. All right, so you're gonna like this next one for sure. Our royal flush of the week. I love this card so much. <laughs> this was on the twenty eighth of October, and as everybody can see, who's watching the video. It's a 1972 STP Richard Petty signed rookie card. And uh, it's also a PSA encapsulated. The auto's a 10, and the card itself is a 6, which is pretty good. They were asking $7,999 for this. I want to play the prices right game with you again, Val. 6000 6, see... Ding, 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 ding. 6000 $6,000 for that card. And it's the thing that I, it I think is kind of a, a detraction from it is he signed it as our petty. And he was doing that like in the, I don't know, 80s. Like the, the, the late eighties to early nineties. He was doing a lot of that. Cause you know, you got to think that's when the NASCAR card boom was going on and I'm sure he was inundated with cards. So he was just signing our Yeah.
0: I've seen the, the our petty, uh he's now signs, you know full like everybody knows but yeah that was that would be the only the only thing on it um of course I like those signed in blue uh, the petty blue but you know it's a six it's it's nice and yeah, that, that auto is a 10 so it's nice and bold
1: yeah it's a sweet that's a sweet card with a sweet auto uh you just cannot go wrong with that i mean if you're looking for a a grail card in in nascar or any Form of racing, I think this has to be on your list as a Grail card, especially autographed.
0: Yeah, it's a nice card. I was looking at the back; the back looks pretty clean.
1: Yeah, I don't see any of those those weird brown, brown. colored yeah. spots that you see on a lot of them.
0: Yeah, that, that's nice.
1: Yeah, that's a beauty. I love that card. When I saw that, I went, "Oh, that's uh definitely our royal flush of the week." But I think that was probably, I think it was also the highest priced racing card of the week too. So it was. Legitimately the Royal Flush of the Week. So whoever bought that card, uh, congratulations.
0: Yeah, very nice. Very nice.
1: So that's all I got.
0: All right. Well, thanks for everybody hanging in there. Please like, share the podcast. Uh, We appreciate it. Leave a comment, uh, positive or negative. Let us know how we're doing. We would greatly appreciate it. So I hope everybody has a great weekend watching the races here that's going on especially all the championship races in nascar and then uh everybody have a little toast there for uh, logan's birthday there on friday is, is <laughs> i hear bella snoring
1: that's my dog snoring
0: we put bella to sleep so. it's right down here <laughs> so all right for for me and logan and bella thanks for watching and uh, we'll catch you next week with uh more nascar radio
1: hashtag skin marks